Hello, hello, and welcome to the Defining Decade podcast. My name is Anna Vanettis. I am your host, and I'm so happy to have you here with me. So just to get formalities out of the way, and considering this is my very first episode, the Defining Decade is a podcast dedicated to the trials and tribulations that we all face in our 20s. You know, we're going through some shit that we haven't gone through before, you know? This is a very confusing time of being thrown into the world of adulting while still doing major soul searching and constantly learning some pretty tough lessons. So I created the show as a way to comfort others, but to be completely honest, to comfort myself as well. As an outlet to let out all of my crazy thoughts, ideas, and stories, and to talk to like-minded people as I go through these experiences firsthand. I want this to be a safe space for us honestly to converse as friends with nothing but love and positivity. I want it to feel as though you're talking to your friend through FaceTime and you're really just getting into the nitty gritty of your everyday lives. This podcast is a long time in the making and I just want to thank you if you are here listening and hanging out today. I truly appreciate you. You have no idea. Creating a podcast has been a dream of mine for, well, I mean, only for about two to three years, but I feel like that's still a significantly long amount of time for me to just be doing it now. I made up a lot of excuses in my head as to why I couldn't do it then, and I realized that I really just had to sit down and do it. Just do it. And honestly, I'll probably look back on this episode in a year from now, fuck, even a month from now, and be like, what the fuck was I doing? Like, why was I talking like that? Or why was I go doing this that way? You get what I'm saying, critiquing myself. But it's all a learning curve and we're just going to get better over time. So that's definitely something that I had to just drill into my head, not only in terms of this podcast, but for everyday life. You fuck like Nike, cue it, just, just do it. Right. (laughs) Anyway, today's very first episode is all about showing gratitude. Um, and I was actually drinking kombucha earlier and on the bottle, it said live with gratitude. And I was like, Hey, I'm recording this episode later. Like it was a sign from the universe. Da, 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 da. So showing gratitude, but also with a focus on gratitude towards the physical body. I'm going through some major changes with just how I treat myself and my body. And I'm really just, it's being thrown in my face. And I'm really truly realizing that being grateful for your body is so important for your mental, physical, emotional health. And is one of the most crucial parts of the spiritual journey. Being grateful for others and the things that we own is also so important, but just like I said, being grateful for ourselves is one of the most crucial parts of our journey on this earth. I'm going to be sharing what gratitude is, science-backed research on the benefits of gratitude practices for overall mental, physical, and spiritual health, three techniques that I personally use almost on a daily basis to show gratitude to my own body, and one journal prompt for you to get started yourself. And I'm planning on coming out with a bunch of journal prompts sometime in the near future. So this is just one of them and we'll be included in that later on. But let's just get into it, guys. Let's let's just get into it. I'm so excited. One point that I really want to stress is that our bodies are our permanent homes for the entirety of our human lives. I read a quote recently and it's actually the article about the man who gathered little pieces of life advice from 90-year-olds. 
I saw it in, in on Instagram. That's probably where you saw it too, if you saw it at all. And basically the quote went, treat your body like a house you have to live in for another 70 years. So really just sit with that for a second. As cliche as it is, our bodies are temples and we should treat them as such. Like your body is what you're using to get you through everything else in this life. It, it's carrying you through the good times, the bad times, the difficulties, the, the times in your life when you don't even think you're going to make it mentally, your body is still showing up for you every day. So showing respect to yourself is one of the greatest forms of self-love and is something that nobody can take away from you. You treating your body and yourself with respect is something that no one else can take away from you. It doesn't matter. The other circumstances genuinely don't matter as long as you love who you are. So what exactly is gratitude? What do I even mean when I say showing gratitude? The concept of gratitude is not easily classified and pulling from an article titled The Science of Gratitude written by the Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley has been conceptualized as a virtue, an emotion, a behavior, a coping mechanism, a habit, and the list goes on. We all know what gratitude is as a concept, um, but the point of this was to say that it it can be anything you want it to be, Right. So to put it very simply, gratitude in general is taking time to consciously think about all of the positive things in your life. From there, you can choose to make it a habit, a behavior, or anything else that gratitude can be portrayed as because ultimately it's up to you. And ultimately, it's up to how you perceive what that concept is. Furthermore, this means that showing gratitude to the body is consciously thinking about all of the positive things your body does for you. And to even take it a step further, acting in a manner that honors and respects your vessel. Gratitude is something that should be practiced daily. For material objects, sure. But even more importantly, for our bodies that carry us through this human experience, just as I was saying before. So genuinely be grateful for eyes that can see the world around you. Legs that can take you from place to place. And hands that can hold your loved ones. Because not everyone is blessed with these gifts and you are privileged to be able to have these things. There is always something to be grateful for and it is important to take a moment, breathe deeply, and come back to the present moment where all of these gifts are readily available to you. By taking five minutes, more or less, to express gratitude, you are showing up for yourself. You're ultimately allowing your body to relax, to breathe, and to revel in the now. Because grounding yourself and making sure you're present in this very moment is so, so, so crucial. By reducing feelings of anxiety, you are reducing cortisol levels in the body. And at this point, we probably all know what cortisol is. Um, The word is a hot word in the media right now. It's being thrown around left and right. But basically, in case you don't, cortisol is the primary stress hormone. And if these levels are consistently too high, can result in conditions such as high blood pressure, osteoporosis, and even type 2 diabetes in rare cases. And you might be sitting there like, oh my god, she's pulling these random facts out of her ass. (laughs) But I'm not just making these things up as I go. There have been numerous scientific studies done proving that one can utilize the practice of gratitude in order to counter feelings of stress and to benefit overall well-being. 
So for example, the Harvard Business Review says, when we express gratitude, our brain releases dopamine and serotonin. These are the happy hormones in our brain. They're the same chemicals that are released when we exercise, listen, listen to music, meditate, or spend time in the sun. So then also, the National Center of Biotechnology Information conducted a randomized controlled trial in which they examined whether gratitude journaling improved biomarkers related to heart failure prognosis. In summary, the conclusion was, and I quote, gratitude journaling may improve biomarkers related to heart failure morbidity, such as reduced inflammation. So side note, I have linked this source as well as all the others that I use in this episode in the caption, and this will be the same for every episode going forward. If you are interested, I definitely recommend reading this specific study through um, yourself because it was rather interesting as I was doing research for this episode. Overall, the evidence supporting these claims is rather extensive and very well researched, which is why it is something that you should at least try out. And if you're skeptical, go do the research on your own because it's there and it's readily available to all of us. And I know that sometimes just hearing it from someone else and not having to do that research on your own is beneficial. So maybe this is what gets the ball rolling for you. The worst that happens is it isn't for you, although I am rather positive that you will benefit in at least some minor way. So now staying consistent in anything can be quite difficult. So when I mentioned that we should practice gratitude daily, sometimes we do it subconsciously. Sometimes we do it without even fully realizing it, but it's bringing the concept to the conscious mind that is super, super important and is what I'm specifically trying to draw light on. That's why I believe that incorporating self-gratitude into tasks you already do on a daily basis is the most efficient way to go about making a part of your day-to-day life. This brings me to my very first technique that I personally try my very best to practice every day, and I normally have a relatively easy time doing so. The technique in and of itself is to stop, take a breath, close your eyes, and list everything that you are grateful for at that moment in your head. It doesn't even have to be out loud. The beauty of this is it's something that you can do anywhere at any time. I like to do it after meditating, on the train during my commute to work, in the shower, or even right before I go to sleep. You could even tone it down a notch further and do it without closing your eyes at all. So while you're making your bed in the morning, while cooking a meal, or even while driving, as long as you are staying alert, please no accidents, no cooking accidents, no driving accidents, none of it. It is perfect to do when you are feeling overwhelmed or anxious as well. This technique helps to ground me and put me back in the present moment, just as I was saying before, because most of the time my anxiety stems from thoughts of the past or anticipation of the future, which in all honesty, don't even matter right now. They don't even truly exist, but honestly, that's another episode for another time. This overarching gratitude practice is a practice of self-gratitude in and of itself. So you're showing gratitude to your body by doing this practice. Even though it's not specifically focused on the body, you're still calming your senses and regrounding yourself. And by doing so, you're bringing yourself peace to the physical body. My second self-gratitude technique is movement yoga, Pilates, weightlifting, running, walking, stretching, anything that suits you best. There's not a one size fits all with this and it can look different from day to day. Movement is the practice of honoring your body and all that it is able to do. 
So what better way to give thanks to your vessel? When we move the body, we calm the soul. Think about it. When you're sedentary for too long, do you start to feel groggy, lethargic, and even anxious? Even though you aren't doing anything strenuous, that's because our bodies are designed for movement. They're, they're literally designed to walk, to run, to lift things. Don't get me wrong. We all need rest and balance is absolutely key for everything you do in life. And with time, you'll learn to notice your body's cues if you're overdoing it or underdoing it. But I strongly believe that even going for a quick 10-minute walk a day does wonders for your overall well-being and is an amazing way to show thanks to our, to our bodies. So even on your break at work, even if you can't get outside on that break, if it's raining, just walk around the office for a few minutes. Just walk around the office, take deep breaths, clear your mind, and just afterwards, notice what it does for you and your mental health. Carol Welch, a neuromuscular therapist, says movement is a medicine for creating change in a person's physical, emotional, and mental states. From this, we can draw the conclusion that movement aids in our overall happiness. And just like the previous technique, movement produces the same happy hormones in the body. By using your muscles and truly immersing yourself in the experience of movement, you are caring for your body and taking advantage of all it offers you on a daily basis. I don't want you to look at movement as a chore. I want you to look at it as something that you genuinely look forward to doing every day because that's what it's become for me. And I think at first and getting into that habit, just like any other habit, can seem overwhelming, overbearing, and and like a chore, like something you don't want to do, something that you want to put off until tomorrow. But I'm telling you, don't tell yourself you're going to do it tomorrow. Tell yourself you're going to do it today. Your entire being will thank you eventually. Even just a week in, maybe even less than that, you'll start seeing the benefits. Through exercise, you may even become more aware of things you often take for granted. Knees that bend, legs that run, and even a heart that beats. A particular practice I really love if I'm trying to fit in the first gratitude technique and movement together is something called gratitude yoga. Yoga in and of itself is a divinely spiritual practice, so it's the perfect form of exercise to engage in while consciously practicing gratitude. Gratitude yoga is described as making a conscious effort to incorporate thankfulness into your yoga routine. You can accomplish this by setting an intention at the beginning of your practice or the beginning of your day by breathing deeply during your flow and simultaneously using the first technique I talked about earlier or simply just by immersing yourself in the present moment during your yoga session. The Art of Living blog even has an article covering eight yoga poses that kindle gratitude. Three of those eight poses are the mountain pose with raised hands, the standing forward fold, and the child's pose. You can find the other five as well as a description and picture of each pose in the article that I have cited under the resources section in the caption. I did these myself and let me just say that if you are consciously making the effort to bring peace amongst yourself and to practice gratitude, these poses are the perfect ways to do that. So if you're looking for a quick, easy way to practice gratitude and movement all in one, go look at this article go give it a try and just carve out that 10 to 15 minutes for yourself. It's so important. It's so important to remember that exercise is a celebration of the body as well, not a punishment. 
If you struggle or have previously struggled with any form of overexercising or exercise addiction, please remember that your mental health comes first. So take this at your own pace and always do what feels right for you. Don't let me tell you what to do if you know it's not what's best for you and your body. I want you to be okay and I want you to feel comfortable and fulfilled and at peace with the actions you're taking to better yourself. So with that, I'm just doing a brief check-in. How are you guys feeling? Are we doing all right? I know I'm throwing a lot of information your way, so feel free to take a break if you need to and honestly just come back later and finish it out. If you're doing well, then stick around and I'm so, 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 so glad that you're here. So this third and final technique of showing gratitude to the physical body might sound obvious, but it's something often overlooked. Eating. Fueling your body is crucial and freedom with food is something that is so beautiful. This is something that I'm still working on and something that I struggled with for as long as I can even remember um, throughout my adolescent life and well, well into my adult life, I suppose. But being at peace with food honestly goes hand in hand with being at peace with your body. Food is not only energy, but also a form of self-love. By eating foods that you, your body, and your soul genuinely enjoy, you are allowing yourself to indulge. You are allowing those dopamine hormones to be released without feelings of guilt. It's not just about eating what's healthy for you. It's about eating what you want to. And oftentimes our body wants to eat healthy. It craves those fruits, the vegetables, the protein, all of it. But sometimes your mind wants ice cream and that's fine. Like that is okay. It's more than okay. And it's a part of what I'm talking about. I'm not just talking about the influencers who are promoting clean eating and you have to have a smoothie every day. And I fall victim to this too. I post the good on the internet and I don't really talk about the times where I want to, I want a fucking donut and I want some ice cream to go along with it. Like girl, we all have those days. We all have those days and that's okay. I don't want you to think of those moments as weak because then you're thinking of yourself as weak and you're not weak. You're not shameful because you crave these things. We're human and we're all living the same human, human experience, not the same life, but we're all living the same human experience. And we, we're allowed to indulge in the things that this world has to offer sometimes. I just had to go on that little rant, but that will be an episode in and of itself because I think that it's so important and it's honestly not talked about in depth enough um, or it's or it's just fake activism when it comes to eating disorders or people who aren't fully recovered and I'm not, but I want to be there. You know what I'm saying? So that's enough of that rant for today. <laughs> Let me paint you a picture. You wake up in the morning. It's a cloudy, overcast day. You hear the rain falling on your window. You reach for the water on your bedside table and feel the cool and revitalizing liquid flow through your chest. You get up, make the bed, and decide that you want pancakes this morning, maybe even with chocolate chips and bananas. You grab your favorite comfort mug from the cabinet and brew your coffee the aroma filling the kitchen. You're mixing your batter together, adding the chocolate chips and slicing the bananas to spread on top. Before you know it, the pancakes bubble and they're ready to flip, the sweetness filling the air. And when they're done, you add the bananas, the syrup and any other topping your heart desires. The limits are endless. 
You sit, at, you sit down at the table watching the rain through the window and revel in the comfort and deliciousness of this meal you prepared for yourself. You feel the warmth flow through your mind, body, and soul. And at this moment, you are one, all simultaneously grateful for this act of pure self-love. Food freedom is so insanely important. Like I, the rant I just went on. And everyone deserves to experience that scenario I just painted for you. The bottom line is that cooking and eating are all about nourishing ourselves for a happy and healthy mind, body, and soul. You can cultivate self-love by savoring every single bite of a meal, by immersing yourself in the experience of tasting food and drinks that you enjoy. So wine tastings, going out to restaurants, all of the lavish things. It doesn't have to be lavish though. Um, we can do this on a budget because I'm all about that. I'm all about that. But treating yourself is important. Treat mealtimes as a spiritual practice in and of themselves. That is when you can because sometimes eating needs to be a quick one, two, three. But I will say it shouldn't always be that way. Make time for eating. Make time for yourself to sit down and love every minute of your meal. Trust me, your body will thank you a million times over. I speak from firsthand experience. I really need to take a second and just say that I'm having so much fun doing this. And I was honestly so overwhelmed, like I was talking about in the beginning, about starting a podcast and about what it meant for me to be transparent with an audience. And I think it's a little bit easier than I thought because I'm talking how I would normally talk to a friend. I'm explaining things how I would explain to a friend. And if you're sitting here listening to this, you are a friend. You're welcomed in this little bubble, um, this little corner of the internet into my world where I talk about the things I want to talk about, basically. <laughs> you get to hear me. You get to listen to me talk all day. Um, no, but seriously, I'm overflowing with gratitude right now, and I'm just so honored to have this space, to have the privilege to have this space and share the things that honestly go up go on in my mind on a daily basis, you know, and I'm tripping over my words here now. That's another thing. I don't think podcasters tell you how dry your mouth gets. I don't know if it's just me that it's cold because my lips have been chapped, but I, <laughs> I can talk. Trust me, I can talk. And anyone that knows me will vouch for that fact. But I'm sitting here getting a little tired of talking. I'm having so much fun, don't get me wrong, but like my mouth is like, girl, we need some water again because we already had like three water breaks. Anyway, to be able to sit here and do this with you and talk to you all in a judge-free space filled with love and light is honestly such a gift. And to anyone listening, I hope you know that you are so near and dear to my heart and I am so eternally grateful for you. You're probably sitting there wondering when I'll stop being emotional because I know I've talked about this a few times, me being grateful and just so blessed for this space and I could talk about it again. So clearly the answer is never and I'm perfectly okay with that as long as you are. This leads me to the journal prompt I want you all to do. If, if you want to do it, I think you should, but what am I, who am I to tell you what to do? If you have time now, get out your journal and your pen, and if not, then make time in the coming days. We all have busy lives, and we all have things we could be doing instead, but making time for yourself is crucial. You've already shown up for yourself by listening to this podcast, which proves that you're willing to do the work and you are committed to your own growth, 
And I'm so, so, so proud of you because it isn't easy. It isn't easy to show up to yourself in a world full of distractions and vices and honestly, the devil telling you to do the opposite. I'm just going to be real here. So why not take it a step further and put the thoughts that are surely swarming around your head into action? I want you to find a quiet place, sit down in a comfortable position, whatever that is for you. There's no right, there's no wrong. And I want you to take a few deep breaths, clearing the mind of any anxiety and overwhelming thoughts, relaxing the body simultaneously, and finding the peace within you. Whenever you are ready and there's no need to rush, carefully open your eyes and flip to a clear page in your journal. Start by making a list of the things you appreciate about your body. So for me, two that I wrote down are, I am thankful for my strong legs that carry me from place to place and allow me to continuously build strength in weightlifting. And I am grateful for my stomach, which digests all of the delicious food I eat on a daily basis. There is no limit to how many you need to write. Just let your mind and your pen flow. I guarantee it will keep getting easier as you get more down. Take as long as you need with that portion. Honestly, as long as you need, because when I did this practice, I my list was so much longer than I originally thought it would be. The prompt is as follows. How has my body supported me today? And what has it allowed me to do that has brought me joy? So one more time in case you missed it and would like to write it down. How has my body supported me today? And what has it allowed me to do that has brought me joy? That's all I got for you guys today. It was a quick one, but I really wanted to get this episode out. And I really just wanted to get the ball rolling with the podcast and show you guys what I'm about a little bit because we're not even... We haven't even hit the surface, baby. Like we, there is so much I could talk to you about. I just wanted to be comfortable and I wanted you to guys to get comfortable. What am I even saying? My brain is so tired. I'm recording this kind of late, but that's okay. We make time for the things that we want to do, the things that we love to do. And I'm so, so, so glad that I did it. I'm so glad that I'm sitting here committing to it. And honestly, I want to say how proud I am to myself and how thankful I am for you clicking on this episode and for your support. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Share this with someone you love. And if you took away something valuable, which I really, really hope you did, make sure to follow and rate this podcast. It helps me out so, 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 so much. You can also check out the podcast page on Instagram. It's at Defining Decade Diaries, as well as my personal Instagram at Anna Vanettis, both linked in the description so that you can follow along on my personal crazy journey and then also receive updates on the show because I'll post them in both places. Have an absolutely, I'm so sorry if there were any cars. <laughs> There's a car passing. I'm so sorry if there were any cars throughout the show. I was so immersed in talking to you all that I didn't really notice. Um, but I do apologize if there was any background noise. I can't do much about it because I live, I live in the city. Have an absolutely beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day or night, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. We will talk not next week, but the week after. I'm going away. I'm going to Florida. So check out my TikTok. Check out my Instagram. I'll still be posting on both of my Instagrams. Um, So in the meantime, reach out on Instagram or TikTok and let me know what you thought of this week's episode. 
any input, any, any, any put input at all is greatly appreciated. You are divinely loved. Stay blessed and stay grateful. Love your bodies, everyone. Love them because they are your home and I love them if you don't yet, but we will get there together. I promise. I love you lots. Bye.